So with that, let's get right into it. Welcome into Twig, everybody. We're glad that you are here. Twig is our weekly geekly news show that we do here on Thursdays on twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Church. We talk about all sorts of nerdy things and things going on in the nerdy world. If you're watching later on YouTube, hello, YouTube. Everybody in the chat, say hi, YouTube. And if you're listening on the podcast version, you can't see them saying hello, but I'm just assuming there's just a cavalcade of hundreds of hellos, just thousands, millions, dare I say, millions of YouTube welcomes. I'm sure that must be the number. This is our show that we have every single week here on the channel over on Twitch, and I wanted to get into some of the exciting things going on in the nerdy world, some things that were submitted to Discord, everybody's favorite segments of the show, all sorts of fun stuff going on. But we always start the show interacting with the chat. This is an interactive show. And we start with, what did you watch or play or read over the past week? What have you been into in the past week? So be sure to drop those in the chat section. If you're listening to this or watching it over on YouTube, drop down in the comment section while you watch. This is a little bit of our show that we try and make sure we're intentionally interactive with to kick things off. I watched a new movie this past weekend from our 1001 Movies list. If you don't know what that is, we're watching through the 1001 Movies to Watch Before You Die And we're doing it two movies a week at a time over on the Discord if you want to join that. It is a thread under our movies section. We're on like, we're on an insane amount of movies and I have definitely not watched half of them. But I did watch one this time. It was Strange Days. Strange Days with Ralph Fiennes and Angela Bassett. Uh, Who else? Who else? Who's Kingpin? Kingpin's actor. D'Onofrio. Isn't that his name? something D'Onofrio watch that movie anyway a very a very strange very strange movie instantly instantly knew that this is what had inspired cyberpunk 2077 if you have played cyberpunk 2077 if you enjoyed the story you would enjoy this movie it's so cyberpunk it's so grungy it's so dirty I'm amazed that that movie was ever able to air because who boy did that movie had some real nasty and risque scenes Do not watch it with your parents. Do not watch it with your children. I think it is rated R, but it should be rated adult. A-O. It should be rated very adult because it was had some quite shocking scenes and a lot of unexpected things happening. So I recommend it, but only if you're down for that kind of drama. I played Tears of the Kingdom, of course. And then I read, I'm in the home stretch of the manga Glepnir. Some of you may remember this as being the somewhat weird anime that popped up Last year or two years ago, it was a couple seasons ago, with a guy that's in like a dog suit, like a mascot suit. And yeah, I've read the entire manga almost. I'm in the last three chapters. And let me go ahead and tell you, it just gets weirder and weirder. If you thought the anime was weird where you left off, it only gets stranger. I think the mangaka has completely lost the tune of the show, has no idea what they're doing anymore. And it's been a pretty miserable read for the past like 20 chapters. The beginning is great, really interesting, engaging, builds a fascinating universe and a fascinating like friend group. It feels like a mixture of like this alien society mixed in with like the, the, the friendliness of a Stephen King work. And so it's like, it's a weird, it's a weird modge podge of ideas, but it has not ended well. So that is what I've watched, what I've played, what I've read in the past week. I'd love to hear what you have been up to. Xandos has wrapped up the RE4 remake. Now I'm 100% 
100% done and, and installed the game. Started Tears of the Kingdom. Watched You Went With Friends over the weekend to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3 again. Also have been watching Infinity War while folding laundry. Read the Discord. Yep. Lots of that good stuff going on. Glad to hear it. Let's start with some of our trending headlines as we continue to, to get more comments and people talking about the things that they've been up to in the past week. Our first headline, hopefully these work today because I am coming in hot. First one is all of the best-selling games from April. Obviously, the best-selling game of the month was definitely going to be Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Nobody's too surprised about that, but that was our first best-selling game of the month. Second was Dead Island 2, which kind of shocked me. I can't believe that that game like actually is is doing pretty well. I mean, I knew I know that like people love Dead Island, but the making of it was so messy and I I'm just I'm shocked. I'm even more shocked by third place, which is MLB The Show 23. I guess sports games will be sports games, and those sports lovers will keep on buying them up and loving them. And then, let's see, we have Resident Evil 4 Remake, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Hogwarts Legacy, PGA Tour, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Pretty thrilled to hear that that's happening. FIFA 23, and then somehow in 10th place, Remain Strong, Mario Kart 8. Don't know how that movie stays, or don't know how that game stays in 10th place for so long perpetually, but it does, and it's interesting enough to continue seeing these games stand strong in their slots, but no surprise that Jedi Survivor has popped up to the top. We'll have to see if they stay at the top of the ranks, or now that people have played it, if it just kind of dwindles. Next piece of news, this one was also dropped over in the Discord, so this could technically be a from the Discord, but I was going to include it as one of our headlines anyway. Overwatch 2, they have announced, or Blizzard has announced rather, that the PvE mode is no longer going to be happening. It appears to have been entirely removed from the progress plan heading forward the timeline going into overwatch 2 this was kind of supposed to be the like big thing the big thing that they were wanting to do with with overwatch 2 so it's it's pretty surprising but i guess not all that surprising because it's just kind of the same game that's doing the exact same thing again I enjoyed Overwatch. I've enjoyed Overwatch 2, what little I played of it at the beginning there. I would love to get back into it because I really do think it's a fun game to play. However, I think that what people are there for is probably for new heroes being announced and for continuing up with their ranking system that they've already got installed. It's bummer. It's bummer. Did not like the season pass format of Overwatch 2. I strangely missed loot boxes. Yeah, this the season pass was okay. I think the thing for me with any of these games, I'm just not good. I'm just not good at games as service. I do not keep up with the season pass. I get behind so immediately because I just don't have time in my day to cram in a, a couple rounds of Overwatch to check off the lists every time. So it just didn't work for me. I probably would have played a PvE mode. Probably would have enjoyed a good story in the game, but it is what it is, and not much we can do about it. Blizzard's going to blizzard. Hopefully, they'll come back to it eventually. In Memoriam news, the first voice actor of Crash Bandicoot, Brendan O'Brien, has died at the young age of 60. Very sad to hear of his passing and to hear his passing, especially as young as he was. So for those fans of Crash Bandicoot, that's that's a that's a, a, a life we wanted to honor and memorialize during this time real quickly here. So best wishes and condolences to his family. Hope that they're all doing well. And just just a hard loss to always hear about video game people. You know, video games seem like they're so young, so it's always surprising whenever we have people pass away within the community. But 
they are getting older and uh, every day is you know not promised so it is hard to hear and sad to hear but wanted to honor that life during this quick time here of the show next up johnny bravo has been unearthed and by that i mean one of the lost episodes of jbvo which was a fourth wall breaking spinoff series from johnny bravo if you're like who in the world is johnny bravo johnny bravo was a cartoon character on cartoon network that uh, was was a, a pretty a pretty famous character to people around my age and so this was exciting for me to hear. But pre-internet, we didn't really have a way of storing all the episodes and shows that came out. They were literally filmed on reels. And so there are some people that are hardworking in preservation and working on storing things in archives. And so they have officially found and released one of the episodes of JBVO that's been lost for a while, in which Johnny Bravo takes a call discussing Dragon Ball Z and the death of Frieza in that episode. So... There are only 28 episodes of the show, and one of them was missing, and now we have it, and that's an exciting and interesting thing. I think that archive work on the internet is fascinating. I think that archives of cartoons is a fascinating thing. I think that video game preservation, TV preservation, anime preservation is interesting, and so if you're interested in that as well, maybe you would find this curious. I do have the episode and have it downloaded from the Internet Archive, and I'm thinking about watching it over on the Discord, so keep an eye out for that. We might open up our watch-only channel and watch it together just for old time's sake. But it was just a goofy time. It's kind of that late, late show feel, fourth wall breaky feel where Johnny Bravo would interact with the audience. And in this particular one, he got a caller that talked about Dragon Ball Z. There we go. Next up. If you haven't heard about this, Amazon Games CEO is really pushing hard for a Lord of the Rings MMO being produced in the next couple of years. So Amazon Games is trying their best to make things work. They've had some successful launches. They've had some flops. They've had a lot of announcements. But most importantly, they put a whole bunch of money into a Lord of the Rings TV show, The Rings of Power, that nobody watched and nobody finished. So this is their latest hurrah and attempt to try and continue pushing the Lord of the Rings franchise and hopefully getting a little bit of interest in it. They want to create an MMO and they want it to be the biggest MMO of all time. We will see. I mean, of course you want your game to be the biggest of all time, but I am I am not counting my bets on it. There already was a Lord of the Rings MMO. There was. There was also a Matrix Online, all that sorts of stuff. So it's worked before and been canned before. So we'll see. I don't think anything will ever dethrone the greats of World of Warcraft and things like that. But, you know, I'm, I'm down to clown, down to see what they do, and hopefully they'll create something interesting enough. I think the bummer with Lord of the Rings is that it is already canon. It's already kind of happened. And you can play in the world if you want to, but not in the way that you can invent the world quite like a World of Warcraft. So... We'll see. We'll see what they do with it and if they're able to run anywhere with it. But I, again, would not hedge my bets on this being a success. Next up, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is being teased as a possible through line into the scene of the silver screen for Nintendo. With a wild success of the Super Mario Brothers movie, it shouldn't be too surprising that the creators of Legend of Zelda, including Aonuma, thinks that there's some kind of possibility for Zelda to be made into a movie or TV series or something along those lines. Again, this is another one, just like with the Amazon Lord of the Rings thing, I wouldn't hedge my bets on this. We've been hearing rumors about a Legend of Zelda TV show for years and years and years. The latest rumor mill is that there was like a show that was actually in production. It got leaked, and because it got leaked, Nintendo canned the project. 
So Nintendo is a little bit petty and they're a little bit tentative about the silver screen and the storytelling that they have provided. But there's at least interest there. And if the developers and producers are interested in creating a film adaptation, maybe there's a chance that Nintendo will start to seriously consider it. It's no surprise to me that Miyamoto pushed his baby of Mario to the front of the line. But eventually, if they're ever going to make a Smash movie, which, again, would not hedge my bets, they're going to need Link. And Link is going to be an excellent character in there. I think the, the toughest part with Link is the whole silent protagonist thing. But, hey, you know, who am I to judge? Maybe they'll make it work. Maybe they'll make something exciting out of this but again, just wouldn't hedge my bets. Yes, Mario did well. Yes, Tears of the Kingdom is doing phenomenally. Does it mean we're going to see a movie or a TV series? Ugh, I doubt it. Yeah, that isn't silent. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. How could I be so foolish? Chris Pratt will voice Link 100%. 100%. Just for justice sake, I want Chris Pratt to come in and voice Tingle, dude. All right. With that, we're going to move on to our to the Discord part of the show. So this is news that has been submitted to us. You can always submit news to us at bit.ly slash DearTwig, D-E-A-R-T-W-I-G. You can drop any of news articles that you find interesting in there. Otherwise, we're going to go to the Discord and find the news. The first piece of news this week is actually submitted by me just because I thought this was fascinating. Maybe you agree. Maybe you don't. Maybe you scrolled right past it. But Dead by Daylight has announced a new character. They have yet to say whether this is a bad guy that will hunt you or whether this has been a playable main character that you can play as. But Nicolas Cage is joining the roster of Dead by Daylight, the classic horror hunting game where you are a play typically a camp teen trying to escape from a big bad. I, I don't know. I don't know what this is going to be. I don't know what this is going to do. If you've watched the trailer, it literally, it, I don't know. I don't even know what it's about. But we're going to learn more on July 5th. So stay tuned to Twig. We'll be sure to announce whatever in the world they do with Nicolas Cage in this game and whether he's going to be a playable baddie. I can't imagine Nicolas Cage just ripping someone apart in a 1v5, but who knows? Who knows what'll happen? It's Nick Cage. He's unpredictable. And I'm not going to lie. I am loving this era of Nick Cage, and I'm glad to see that he's kind of honed in to that personality of himself. Hope he takes players' faces off. That's so good. Yes, absolutely. Well, I mean, Nick Cage has definitely played his fair share of insane characters, but I've never seen him as just like a completely brutal murderer. We shall see. Next up, Loki and Echo are the two Disney Plus shows that appear to remain green-lighted after the somewhat harsh axe came down on Disney Plus shows earlier in the season. I think we reported on that at Twig. So this is what has kind of remained. It's interesting to me. It's almost the exact same flow of Loki and Hawkeye. So we really are keeping up with those two universes. No word on Miss Marvel, which would have come out a little bit after Hawkeye. But it looks like Loki is starting October 6th of 2023 and echo will drop all at once which is interesting on november 29th 2023 i don't know if this means that echo is just going to be drastically shorter or if they're kind of like hey we know this is a flop and so we're just going to throw this all at you at once rather than worry about doing the episodic nature that we know loki deserves so Weird that they're doing it that way, but we will see how it works. No no news on Moon Knight, no news on Miss Marvel. Obviously Miss Marvel is joining the Marvels, the movie coming out later in the later in the year, so 
maybe that's not why there's no Miss Marvel anything coming out. But it is interesting to me that both of these stay in the universe that we are already in, but nothing really new or experimental out there. I guess Echo is definitely new, but still in that Hawkeye lineage that we got from that show. With that, into our final piece of submitted news from the Discord, which is not here for whatever reason. So it's probably going to come up next. But Disney Plus is combining officially with Hulu and ESPN Plus to make their own merger app. So that is an interesting thing to see as we continue to see all of these apps growing into one combined form, not unlike cable. So I think we're just working our way back into cable. I already think that Disney Plus is too expensive and Hulu is too expensive and definitely with the ESPN is too expensive. So I can only imagine that combining them all together is going to make them even more ridiculously expensive. But maybe this is the opposite and this will be what it takes to lower that price a little bit since they're going to get a bundled deal and likely a higher amount over the course of a year but i again am not holding my breath with that we're going to move into everybody's favorite point of the show at this point in nerd history that's right these are all of the things that came out on may 18th throughout time and space and history only games and movies today and then one random fact that we're going to throw in there but for games, in 2015, Altspace VR, one of the defining VR experiences that has led to VR chat and things like that, did drop today in 2015. Back in 2010, two kind of Hallmark games, one definitely more famous than the other, but one pretty important to one of our members of our community in H-Man. Red Dead Redemption dropped on this day in 2010, and then also on this day in 2010, Alan Wake released. And then the year prior to that, in 2009, Punch-Out! received its like first entry in forever on the Wii. So the Wii version of Punch-Out! dropped today in 2009. Movies back in time. 2018, today on May 18th, Deadpool 2, which doesn't feel like it came out that long ago, but apparently it did. 2007, Shrek the Third released, which I it was not the most recent Shrek. I think Shrek Forever After. And then technically we've had like this Puss in Boots lineage hereafter. I don't know. We'll see if we get a, a Shrek the Fifth or whatever it is. But it did air, turns out, on the same day as one of its predecessors with the first Shrek dropping in 2001. We Punch-Out is drastically worse than Super Punch-Out. Definitely, definitely. And then a random one for you, not related to games or movies, but just kind of related to tech, is that in 2012, on this day in history, was whenever Facebook officially launched on NASDAQ. So it officially declared itself an entity and began to trade on NASDAQ. Pretty interesting stuff. And that has been... At this point in that history... With that, we're going to move into upcoming releases, our penultimate section of the show. These are all the things coming out in the next seven days over the course of time here, whether it be a game, a movie, or a TV show. We actually only have one TV show coming out this week, so that'll be a quick one and only three movies, but we have plenty of games as we always do. So let me know if any of these are ones that you're going to be playing or ones that sound interesting to you. Coming out today in the world of games is Dead Hook, Firmament, I Am Future, Pocket Mirror, Goldener Traum, and The Outlast Trials, which I find concerning because I remember when Outlast Trials was announced 
and then we just haven't heard anything about it. But for those of you unfamiliar, it is basically Outlast, the classic horror game mixed with Saw. So you are trying to escape from Outlast things in community together, a co-op Outlast. We'll see how it does. And then X8 is also airing. Zando, I do not have that in there, so I'll include this because I normally don't include open betas, but Street Fighter VI open beta releases tomorrow. Also releasing tomorrow is Cyber Citizen Shockman and Lego 2K Drive. So if you enjoy that Lego experience of driving, that should be pretty cool. If it's anything like the Hot Wheels expansion they've done in recent years, then I'm sure that'll be an excellent game. On the 22nd, we have Inkbound, the indie game that has been exciting many a viewer, and Paranormal Hunter. So if you like, not Paranormal Sight, what's the name of it? What's the name of that hunting game? Not the, not the hunting game. The ghost hunting game that everybody loves so much. I can't remember. But there's a new, a new kid in town. So Paranormal Hunter will be dropping on the 22nd. On the 23rd, we have a new Amnesia game, Amnesia the Bunker. Blooming Business Casino. Bread and Fred. Farming Simulator 23. Glitch Busters Stuck on You. Miasma Chronicles. Minigame Madness. Planet of Lena. Puzzle Bobble Every Bubble, Star Trek Resurgence, Warhammer 40k Bolt Gun, and then one that I'm particularly excited for, Ghost Pia Season 1. Can't wait to play that one. I've been looking forward to it for a while. It's an indie game that I anticipate we'll probably play on stream next Thursday. Movies coming out all tomorrow, as Friday usually does. Come Out Fighting will be releasing tomorrow. Fast 10 will be releasing tomorrow. Fast and the Furious, the latest in expansion there. Pineapple, you're, you're one that enjoys the ghost hunting game that I can't remember the name of. And then the reboot of White Men Can't Jump will be airing tomorrow. TV shows launching on the 24th will be a new TV show called Platonic on Apple TV, starring Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen. It's a comedy of two platonic friends. That's all we know. So that'll be a show that I won't be watching, but let me know if you watch it and if it's something that you enjoy. And that has been your upcoming releases. So what out of that list excites you? What will you definitely be playing? What will you probably be passing by? What kind of got your interest a little bit? I'm very curious about Inkbound. Very curious about Ghostpia. Those are probably my two that are definitely going to be played. There were some others in there that I was a little bit curious about, but probably not too much. Phasmophobia. So if you like Phasmophobia, you might enjoy Paranormal, Paranormal Hunter airing on the 22nd. If you enjoyed that Hot Wheels one, you might enjoy Lego 2K Drive, but we'll see about the other games if there's anything that you know of. I am not excited about Fast 10, but if you like Fast and the Furious, it is definitely an exciting installment to that, so maybe that's for you. And if you're just a big fan of the of the cult classic White Men Can't Jump, then maybe the reboot will be worth your time. I would be surprised, but you never know. It could happen. It happened with, what was the name of that movie? 21 Jump Street. There we go. Maybe, maybe not. Time will tell. We'll find out exactly what it does and whether it's any good. But with that, we're going to wrap up the show with our meme of the week. So our meme of the week is from me this week, and it involves everybody's favorite Reggie fils uh, This was his post over on Twitter for Mother's Day. I got a big laugh out of it, so I had to share it here. Reggie shared this meme, this piece of art, with <laughs> a little allude to the fact that Nintendo of America never released Mother 3, never released a uh, translation for it. Of course, there is a fran a fan translation if you really wanted to play the game, but I thought it was a good a good goof and a gaff that Reggie uh, pokes a little fun at himself and acknowledges that whenever his his experience as uh, as the president of Nintendo of America, he never released the game like he really had that much say in it. He probably didn't. I imagine he could have released it if he really wanted to, but I doubt it was an active thing that he decided not to do. But 
a little bit of drama there and a little bit of fun goofs and gaffs from the one and only Reggie, who we all love so much. With that, we're going to end the show as we always do by saying hello to YouTube. So if you're here on Twitch, say hi to YouTube or bye to YouTube, really, because we're going to wrap things up. If you've watched this episode of Twig, thank you so much for tuning in. If you like this kind of content and you watched this far, that means you probably did. Be sure to go like this video over on YouTube. Let me know this is kind of the content that you enjoy. Leave some comments down below about what you thought about the episode and things that you want to want to say about the news, about the games released, about any of my thoughts or takes along the way. I'd love to hear all that stuff down in the comment section down below. But we're going to end that with the three things that we believe to be true about every single one of you out there. Number one, that God loves you like really, really loves you. Number two, we love you. We want community with you. That's what we're doing here through shows like this, through content like this, through streaming on all these platforms, being in all these spaces. We do all this because we want community with you. And why we want that community? Because number three, we believe that you, yes, you matter. You are a person of sacred worth. The world is a better place. Why? Because you are in it. Folks, with that, and until the next time that I see you, be well. Bye-bye. <laughs>